there are no convoluted or complex steps or procedures for this meditation. We are simply inquiring into existence, into the sense of being. I'm pointing to something that is not an object, not even a quality, not even a, a substance or an essence. And I also use words like beingness, I amness. And really what I'm attempting to put into words is the immediacy, the undoubtable presence here right now. I sometimes call it the a here nowness. Here nowness. There has to be a capacity of presence in order for there to be something present. I'm not talking about something mystical elsewhere or at the end of a journey, an end of a process. You know you are. You know I am. And notice how this I am is effortless. It's known without any struggling. But what makes it very difficult to discern is the habitual meaning making of the mind, the, the attachment to the purity of I am. And so we focus on the attachment, the quality, the condition. I am female, I am male. I am happy, I am sad, I am good, I am bad. The identity becomes the, the object of focus. And the identity, the object becomes our identity. It's what I am. The object, the description that gets attached to I am becomes what we think we are. And this is very innocent, very habitual. It's part and parcel of this human experience. We limit ourselves, restrict ourselves, put a boundary around ourselves with labels. And with that boundary, we are an object among other objects. The person, the me is an object in relationship with the rest of the world of countless objects. And this is all imagination. What is this I am? What is it that holds the labels that contains? What is this ground of being on which impermanent forms come and go. 
is this whatever it is is this i am this consciousness this beingness is it possible to divide it up do we have a share a quantity of consciousness is there my consciousness your consciousness my i my i am your i am is my i am different to yours is is there even my i am and in this situation the i am is there and and prior to the i am in this linguistic pattern there is a my my i am just as there is a an attachment to the end of the i am i am this i am this kind of person i am i am this kind of individual seeking this kind of life having this kind of life having this kind of problem so it seems as if this this uh, very raw immediate i amness can be a holder an unlimited holder as it were of any notion so before we go into the meditation today we will just attempt and we can't but we'll just attempt to put in to words a few of these pointers and they are pointers they're not absolutes i i have no absolutes to give you in words in in language it's not possible there are only signposts pointers to the absolute and even there we can see language mixing things up as if the absolute is a direction as if the absolute has a location and therefore separate from here i am seeking the absolute i am following a meditation to the absolute there's a an assumption of distance and this is merely verbal there's no truth in this illusion of distance i am this presence this raw here nowness is a portal it's a entryway into the the wordless the indefinable just as if we can know and sense the warmth the glow of the sun and seek out the the sun rays at source we can also use presence i am as a way to seek out the source the sun ray carries the truth of the apparently unreachable so we inquire into the into the the warmth the glow that the 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 knowledge that you are the sense that you are that you exist and when i say knowledge i'm not talking about a belief i'm not talking about a an idea i'm not talking about a concept that you are i'm talking about the the i am prior to words so we will meditate together 
shortly and begin with the I am with words and then drop the words altogether and be the isness of that, the rawness of that, just to be it. So the meditation is simple, it is to be and to inquire into the, uh, the both the presence, the, the actuality of being, and also the, the fullness of being. And even here, we have to notice slight duality, this assumption that there is something emanating, radiating, this, this here, this presence and therefore somehow removed, detached from its source. This is a subtle illusion. It gets very subtle. There is no sun ray removed from the sun, and there is no wave removed from the ocean. The mind and the body are used as tools. Tools for attention. Tools for viveka, discernment, discrimination. For clarity, for purification, as it were. for realization, but they are only tools and they have their limitations. And they're also astonishingly exquisite. There's a possibility, it seems, of remembering, not with cognition, an existential remembering of truth, of the true self, which we can't put into words and also can't fail at being. So the focus is, I am the tools of the body-mind, but then we go beyond the body-mind, beyond words, and even beyond I am. Notice this phrase, which gets repeated endlessly throughout the day. I am. There are two words. There are the I, the am. Am is a kind of affirmation, a, an announcement, uh, a, um, a declaration, am, am, it's like, yes, am, I am, it's an affirmation. What is it affirming? This amness is affirming I. And through conditioning, the body-mind comes to know this I as a personal I with talents and skills and a history, good times, bad times, and a future hopefully better than now, though now is not good enough, according to this, this uh, pseudo-I, the pseudo-I pseudo of uh, the ego, for lack of a better word. And what is, the, what is this pseudo-I? This uh, so-called center, the I, 
is a bundle. It's a bundle of desire and fear. And remember, this is, this is the assumption, the I. I'm not saying this is the actual I. I'm saying this is the, the uh, disguised I. So we have here this pushing and pulling of desire and fear. I am not complete. I am not whole. I am not good enough. I am not awake. I am not enlightened. I must do better. I must be better. So this desire is a constant pulling towards a, a better future. And for future, there must be time. We have this force of desire. What is this desire? What is the ultimate desire? What, what do all desires inevitably strive for? We think it's the, the better body, the better relationship, the better job, the better car, the better feelings. What's the essence of this, this desire? To what does it really aspire? Wholeness, fullness, or to put it in a different way, no longer striving. We don't want a better thing. We want to not search. We don't want the object. We want to let go of this searching. And so the trick of the mind is that every object attained through this constant pulling in time is that every object is satisfying, fulfilling for a short amount of time until the illusion is seen through a bit just naturally I've got this better thing. I'm complete, I'm whole. Or at least I'm gradually accumulating something more complete and, and embellishing the I, embellishing the I with the sense desire. So the other force is the pushing, pushing away. This object, this thing will destroy me. I'll lose the eye. This is fear. So there's two forces, desire, fear. One tries to attain and one pushes away that which could annihilate the me, because the, the me is fragile. The I, in the pseudo sense, is fragile, is limited, is deficient. It's not whole. It is subject to the forces, the occurrence, the weathers of life. It is uh, always on the lookout for danger and that could be psychological physical so there's this tug of war between the forces of desire and fear and this is a bundle which we attribute the i to so the, the am affirms the this egoic 
center of too much, not enough. And this is how we live our lives. So what is the truth of the I that the am affirms? We'll be, we'll be meditating on the I am and peeling away the assumptions, the conditioning to to see, to know directly, not with the mind, but to know deeply what this I is. Okay. So do take some time if you haven't already to continue the, the resting, close your eyes if you wish. And just be. And, and notice rest into being alert to the appearances witnessing the coming and going. Thoughts. Mental images. Sensation. Feeling. Temperature. And doing nothing with this coming and going. Nothing but effortlessly noticing. Notice how the mind builds out of this coming and going, words get attached to feeling, feeling gets attached to imagery, preferences get attached to this whole display. resistance. Just notice this. Don't resist the resistance. And just notice what's here.
could be peace, could be contentment. And no matter what arises, all is held equally. All is held unconditionally. Even the thought, I'm getting lost, I'm not doing this right. Even those thoughts are held, accepted. Yet also released. Do any of these objects in consciousness stick to consciousness? Do any of these objects alter the nature of consciousness, of beingness? Notice the impermanency of this ebbing and flowing of body-mind activity. And notice also the permanency The background, the capacity which holds the impermanent. I am. Is anything attached to this I am? Just check it out for yourself. There's no right or wrong answers. Just witness, just observe. Is any quality, any condition attached to the I am? Give your focus to the I am prior to these conditions, these stories.
And when the mind gets distracted, return presence to the I am itself. This I am, by nature, shows itself in many ways. Habitually it is objectified as something distinct as someone separate. In its basic capacity, is the is the immediacy the actuality of your being, of your existence, of your presence. And since it manifests in, in, in so many ways, It may also be felt. It may be felt as a as, a, as an aliveness throughout the body, or a, a, a vitality, an energy, a vibration. Notice how the body sings. It sings this ceaseless tune I am. And of course, The assumption is that the consciousness I'm describing is, is limited to the body. And just be quiet and notice sounds. See if you can discern the same vitality, the same affirmation in the sounds. As if there were a chorus choir of the same knowingness, the same actuality of being.
Another word for being is sat. Sanskrit's word, sat. And often linked with the word sat is chit, which is the, the knowing of being as it is, the presence of being. And also the word ananda, peace. Also just described as bliss. The peace of knowing being. The contentment of recognizing you are, I am. and the freedom the freedom of being yet also being all these expressions appearing here yet not limited, not restricted to any expression. Being the, the life energy, so to speak, which animates the play of duality. And the peace of knowing directly Then although you express yourself in these ways, none of your expressions can imprison you. You are the holder, the unlimited capacity And the more we give attention to I am, the more a natural peace or contentment is unveiled. It's not generated, it's not created through 
any object. And this piece may seem to be in the background. The more we come to know I am, without attributes, the peace is seen as more, more actual, more genuine than any attribute, than any object that comes and goes. Just as the warmth, the light of the sun gives us knowledge of the sun, so too does your beingness give you self-knowledge. It carries the taste of the true self. It's no way at all divided, separate from true self. We rest into this warmth, this glow. Abide in it. Like a droplet of water resting into its fullness, into its infinite. Capacity.
there was nothing to do. There was no distance to traverse. There was no secret formula. Your being reveals truth. Just check into what's going on here now, what seems to be presenting itself. Just witness this display, thoughts, ideas, whatever it is. I return to the the wordless, the, the thoughtless. Peace is knowing this being suffering is forgetting it. But this forgetting is simply the product, the product of overlooking the obvious. And even that's not true because you can't overlook being. There's no form here that isn't this, that isn't this, that isn't this beingness. Just like a wave looking for the ocean. And that seeking is based on the sense of not being. Seamlessly at one with the whole. 
So we question the assumption. We let it unravel. In this sense, there's nothing to attain. We don't need to attain this wholeness. We simply inquire into anything that seems to be blocking it, anything that seems to be a barrier or veiling this. And what is this veiling? What is this barrier? if not more beingness, temporarily manifesting as this veil, as this obscuring, distorting filter. 